0: Hello and welcome to Fantasy Talk Show, a place where heroes come to tell their stories. This episode is part three of our three-part Fenrein Adventurers series and features Tulana Salas, a Wooter, or Otterfolk, from the land of Fenrein. We talk about what her hometown is like, the best thing she ever built, and where she sees herself far into the future. So without further ado, Tulana. Tulana, welcome to Fantasy Talk Show.
1: Oh, thank you for having me.
0: Uh, it's it's uh, my pleasure. Uh, Can
1: I have a seat?
0: Yes, absolutely. Sit down. Okay. Sit down. What are you doing standing there? Climb on up.
1: I'm going to put my axe down and I'm going to use it to climb onto the chair and I'm going to kick my little feet. They don't really hang. They just hang off just a little bit. So nice to be here.
0: <laughs> so nice to see you. I'd like to start. Uh, why don't you tell me a little bit about yourself and the world you come from?
1: Oh, well, I'm a voter. so I love to build things. And We cut down trees, so hence my axe. I like to cut down trees, but only ones that are useful. And we always replant more because you don't want to leave the world without trees. That would be bad. And I live in water. I grew up in the ocean, and we had some really bad creatures. So I learned how to use the axe not just to cut trees, but to cut creatures because they're bad. But not the good ones. We leave the good ones alive because those are nice.
0: Right on. Uh, For the sake of some of my listeners that might not know what a wooder is, uh, could you describe yourself?
1: Well, so I'm about three feet, one inches tall. I have a four foot tail, nice and big and long and fluffy. I look what humans would call an otter. But I have flowy hair, I wear armor just to protect myself, and I have a blue scarf that I like to wear, and I have a big axe because you can't ever be too careful.
0: Yeah, yeah, for sure. What's the uh, history behind your big axe?
1: Well, you see, every voter has to learn how to cut down trees. So I, at a young age, learned how to cut trees with a small axe. And as I got older, my dad said, one day he said, it is time for you to become an adult. And so... At the age of 16, I got this great axe. He handed it to me. He had it carved and made specially for me, uh, for my size, and the right handle for me so I can swing well. And I had to replace it a couple of times because, you know, the use, things break. Awesome. Um, but uh, it's really fun. And so I was really excited to get this big axe. It's a great axe. And he's taught me how to fight a little bit so that way, I, you know, I can take care of myself. You know, every girl needs to protect herself.
0: Yeah, for sure. Right on. You talked about living under the water in the ocean. Do you mind going into kind of what underwater living is like? Tell me a little bit about the town you grew up in and just what life is like in general.
1: Oh, it's so fun. So we have some houses above the water. And so we're, we make these little islands and we can build houses on top of them. And our people, we love to build these most elaborate houses. I mean, every house has its own style, its own life, so to speak. And um, then we have houses underneath the water and we have lots of like these really thick glass that we use. So you can see the life underneath the water because it's so beautiful. Fish are a Beautiful species and they're yummy too. And this is so fun to be under the water. We have these elaborate houses where you can go from up top and to go down into the house. And it's nice and sometimes really dark, but we have lots of light that come in. We can bring in natural light from the sky and uh, it's really fun. It's great, but we it's sometimes scary when you have like, you know, sharks and bad things swimming around. You kind of don't want them to come into your house. So we have where you can turn the shades and make it dark so that they can't see into your place because then they won't want to try to eat you.
0: And worst case scenario, you've got your
1: axe. Yes, exactly.
0: Right on. Well, that sounds a lot like kind of a beaver style too, huh?
1: No, no, nope, not at all. Nope. I do not like the beavers. The beavers are horrible. They're rotten. They try to say that they are really good with the wood, but they're not. They chop down any and every tree and they don't replant anything. And they just made these like really shoddy houses. I mean, they're poorly made. They fall down within the first couple of years really bad. They're not. They they claim to be great architects, but they're not. And please don't listen to their lies. They will tell you that they're best and they're wonderful. But they're just oversized people and they're really rude and they're mean and they're just not nice. Don't ever talk to beavers. They're mean. And they will cheat you out of money. They will use the least expensive wood and charge you for the most expensive when it's really not. They are just really bad. Don't ever listen to beavers.
0: Wow, that sounds like you've had quite the negative experience with some beaver folk.
1: Yeah, they just have two big teeth. Just just don't listen to them.
0: (laughs) Does this come from uh, any particular experience that you would want to talk on?
1: Well, okay, I suppose. I don't usually like to talk negatively because negativity is not fun but when i was little we used to build like houses okay when i was you little i mean like you know 15 16 sure. and oh, my i was helping my dad build this nice elaborate house for a customer and his customer's brother wanted to get a different house and instead of going with us he went with the beavers they built him a house that fell down within two weeks of having it we were like dude and he spent more money on that house than we charged our guy and man, that house fell and it killed his son and it hurt his daughter and it killed their animals. It was horrible. And ever since then, I said, you know what? These beaver people don't care about people. They don't care about others. They just care about their money. And they just don't tell the truth because they told this person they were going to build the most sturdy house. But it wasn't sturdy. A wolf could have blown it down. It was that easy.
0: So it sounds like you've done a lot of building yourself.
1: Oh, yes. We are taught very young to, to build. That is our way of life. But I'm a little different. I like building, but that is what is expected of all of us. And that's it. Like there's really not much room for anything else. But I've always looked out and saw this great vast world. And I want to know what's out there. What more is there? There has to be something else besides just the ocean and building things and planting trees. And I hear stories of people who come by and trade. So I want to know what's out there and who else I can help. Because, you know, just because I can build beautiful places does not mean that that's the only way I can make a name for myself. I want to do something that's better, something that will be in stories and told for years and people will go, that's Talana and be like, wow, she did this great thing. But I don't know what it is, but I want to do something great. Even if it's to help the most mightiest person in the world to succeed in something, they'll be like, wow, she was with that person. I want to help people.
0: Wow, that's great and mighty goals.
1: Yes, my family doesn't agree. They think I should be a wolder and stay right where I am in the ocean and be safe. But I think it, you, you're not safe anywhere. So why not doing what I want to do?
0: Oh, yeah, that's a good point. When adventure calls, why not follow? Yeah,
1: exactly.
0: I noticed uh, it looks like you're wearing uh, a scarf around your neck. It looks fairly old.
1: Yes, one of my f- Favorite people in the world is my grandma. She was so nice to me, so sweet. We would talk about stories and she would tell me about the world and tell me read me stories, much to so my parents' grand They did not like her telling me these stories. But she was my favorite person. She still is. But I miss my grandma. She gave me when I first started my journey, she she gave me this scarf. It's a beautiful blue scarf and I love it so much. It got a little tattered, but I've been sewing it up and keeping it nice and safe. It's good because I don't have the sea salt water uh, to ruin it anymore. So it's been really good. And I also put it over my head to kind of keep the sun off my, my you know, it gets kind of hot when you're traveling. And it helps keep the sun off my face and, and so I don't get burnt. So uh, I really love it. It's, it's been small. It's a little torn. So sometimes I put it in my bag to keep it safe but I wear it. It has still has her perfume and it smells like my grandma and it's, it's the best thing in the world. I just love it so much.
0: That's so nice. I have a couple of old blankets from my grandma that I love to keep. So I, I find that very relatable. Oh. So you, you want to do great things in the world, go out on adventure. And it sounds like you're already making your way out on uh, the adventurer's path. Uh, what are you, what's your current adventure like? Are you hoofing it alone? Are you with an adventuring oh. party, what are your? Well,
1: currently, I'm with a party. Well, let me tell you, it wasn't easy. I had to help a smuggling group to bring good things to another good person. Well, they had to smuggle it because some people were bad and did not want them to have this good stuff. So I helped them, and then I met these two awesome people. One was Takoa. He's really tall and he's really funny and then i met this really cool buddy named roberto he's so fun and me and him sing songs and it's great and he is so fun he likes to play my harmonica i don't know how to play it yet but i will eventually learn it's one of the things in my goals that i want to learn so i brought it but i haven't touched it yet but he did great playing it so maybe he'll teach me yeah
0: yeah that would be exciting
1: and so we are on an adventure and we're going to try to help his friend has some kind of a curse and so we're going to try to help his friend get rid of this curse by killing somebody bad. And, you know, I'm all about killing bad people. So we're going to go do this. And I'm so excited.
0: Oh, right on. Do you know what kind of bad people you're uh, going to be looking for?
1: Some kind of necromancer and people who are dead, but then they're going to die again. Because we don't like the undead to be undead. They need to stay dead. Because if you're dead, you stay dead. You don't come back to life because that's bad. Because if you're dead, then that means you're, you've already lived your life. Don't come back, because then you're just haunting people and being mean and rude. Stop it.
0: Is it the necromancers that are bringing them back, or is the undead raising on its own accord?
1: Um, I think it's the necromancers, but who knows? I just think the dead need to stay dead.
0: Yeah, yeah, for sure.
1: I think the necromancers are evil, but not all, because Roberto is a necromancer, sort of. He helps people to go to the other side, which I think is great.
0: Oh, so instead of raising the undead, he helps the undead move on.
1: Yes, he helps them to go where they need to go. And I help, too, with my great axe.
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, when when words and magic won't do, sometimes you just got to put a little bit of uh, effort into it.
1: Yes, a, a swing of my mighty axe can help greatly with those situations.
0: Yeah, right on. What is the next step of your adventure? Where are you guys headed?
1: Well, we were headed to a town to go and help the locals there. I can't get into too much details, but I'm going to tell you, they need peladins like really bad because they don't have any peladins. Yeah, we need to use our magic to help with some stuff there. And I'm just going to say, sometimes we make mistakes. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> sometimes we make mistakes, but they can lead to some great and awesome things in the future. And so we are trying to help these people. And one of the things that we left off on was we were trying to do a sun, make a sun thing for I'm not good with all the magic words, but this one of these sudden things and it goes into a lantern to help protect and keep the undead away. And me and Roberto were doing it. And um, I don't think that Tacoa really likes us using magic, but we did it anyways. We'll see.
0: <laughs> well, right on. Hey, I mean, sometimes, you know, the attempt to do good is uh, doing good in and of itself.
1: Yes. And riding horses and ponies are great. But I don't think Takoa knows how to ride a horse very well. He says he does, but he was walking most of the time. But me and Roberto, we can ride really well. But I think it's because we're small.
0: Oh, yeah. Makes the makes it easy some easy riding on the horse's backs.
1: Yes. I don't think they even knew we were there.
0: Yeah, well, right on. So, you know, we can't know the future, but let's say the future happens and you guys are successful in bringing paladins to where they need to be and quelling some of the undead and... Uh, stopping some of the more the bigger necromancer powers and then you're left with your big beautiful masterpiece whatever that big beautiful masterpiece is what then what does settling down look like
1: There is no settling down. The world is a great oyster. You got to go out there and you got to explore it all. And, you know, just because you open one oyster doesn't mean that there's not more to open. So I think one adventure should lead to another adventure.
0: So all the way down to the end, you're just going to adventure until. Yes,
1: until I'm old and I die.
0: Okay, all right. Well, uh, you know, somebody who knows exactly what they want. I I can respect that for sure.
1: I think it'll be great. And maybe I can have Roberto and to go with me and we can just explore the world and have great fun
0: (laughs) well that does sound like great fun i'm going to if you don't mind get into some questions that some of our viewers have oh mark from discord wants to know what's the coolest best most magnificent building you've ever helped build
1: oh mark that's a great question i helped build the mayor's house he had a small house and because we've been growing as a people in our community we wanted to do something for him so we got together my dad and I and a few others and we built this most elaborate house it is like six stories high some of it's underground under the water some's above the water and it's just elaborate it's beautiful he has meeting rooms where he can have people come over and have a huge meeting he can have a planning room where he can plan all the sorts of different things a relaxation room so he can relax because you know being a mayor is tough work you have to take responsibility of every single person that's under you and that's hard because people are dumb and they do dumb things and then that's your responsibility so i don't want to be the mayor ever
0: (laughs) but you want him to have a great house
1: Oh, yes. And we want to make sure it's sturdy and beautiful. We got the most rare wood to make his staircases. And we made great windows. And we had bookcases built in for him so he could have all the books he wanted. You know, it's very hard to get books when you live underwater. But we we, we know people and we do a lot of trading. So it's great. And we got lots of books. And he has his own little library that he lets people come in and read at his library. So it's great. We just made this a nice, elaborate place and a nice little safe house for him, too, inside, just in case some of the sea creatures try to sneak in. He has a place to go where he can protect him and his family. It's great.
0: Oh, well, wow. Yeah, that sounds really cool. Next up, we have a question from Rab of The Other Place. Oh, Roberto. On your way into this adventure lifestyle, what is something you hope to accomplish to be remembered for?
1: Oh, well, one, to be a great friend. Because I like to make friends, and I like to be a great help. So I want to be remembered for as being a great help and one to help defeat the evil bad guys. Because nobody likes bad guys, so they all need to die. So then we have a world of good people.
0: Wow, such noble goals. I like, I mean, a world full of good people sounds good to me.
1: I'm so glad you agree. That means you're a good person, and you can live.
0: (laughs) I'm glad. I'm glad I'll live to see another day.
1: Hopefully many more.
0: (laughs) Uh, Finally, AJ from Discord wants to know, where did you get your most recent fantastically sharp battle axe?
1: This one I got from my dad because he went and he had it specially crafted for me. So I use it and it's very strong. It's made from the best iron that they could get all the great metals and steel and it's very hard to whittle down so it's really good it stays for a long long time it's one of the greatest things that we have you can have this mighty axe for many 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 years and it not go dull i mean except for the handle because it's made out of wood and you know wood rots but 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 i can build another handle easily i can't build the axe head part you know oh,
0: okay so you've never actually had to replace the axe head you've only ever had to replace the handle
1: yeah And it's fun because I get to come up with different handles every time.
0: Oh, a new theme. Right on.
1: Yes. To match where I'm at and what I'm doing. It's fun.
0: Yeah. Is this uh, axe head made out of a special type of metal or is it just uh, the way that it's crafted that makes it so strong?
1: Um, It's the way that it's crafted and it's a special technique. And I think they use magic mixed in with the metal to make it last so long. My dad still has his and my grandpa has his when he was a young boy. It's the same one, still strong, shiny as can be. So I hope that mine lasts just as long.
0: Yeah, that's super cool. Well, Talana, I have to read your name every time.
1: It's not a memorable name, and that's okay. Because <laughs> one day, everyone will know it, and they'll remember. And they'll be like, whoa, Talana, I love that name. And every name, their kids after me, because I'm going to be special. But that's, you know, in the future. Not yet, because, you know, I'm not famous yet.
0: Baby steps, you'll get there.
1: Oh! <gasps> One step at a time. That's my motto. Take one step, and it leads you further into your adventure. And another step, you're further into your adventure. And when you stop, then that's sad. So keep going.
0: <laughs> Great motto to live by. I love your positive energy. Never stop.
1: Never stop. Just keep going.
0: All right, Delana. Well, this has been very delightful. Thank you so much for your time.
1: Oh, Thank you for letting me sit in a nice comfy chair and to come and ha- talk to you. You are a great person. What is your goals? What do you want to do with your life?
0: What do I want to do with my life? Be happy, have my kids love me and have my kids be successful and uh, retire someday.
1: Well, your kids will love you because kids love their parents. They never stop. And... Be successful? Well, as long as they're doing something that makes them happy, that's successful enough. And they don't have to make lots of money. They can go on great adventures like me. And uh, I think that you will have a great life and retire happily, but I don't know why you would want to retire. It's kind of boring. You just sit on your butt all day and not do anything. That would be sad.
0: I could just sit on my butt all day and interview interesting people such as yourself. Yeah,
1: but that's different because you're doing something. You don't want to sit on your butt and just twiddle your thumbs. That's boring.
0: (laughs) Well played. All right. Well, thank you so much. Uh, Happy adventures.
1: Ah, thank you. All right. I'm going to kind of jump down and grab my axe. Nice to meet you, sir. Wave and leave.
0: Thank you for listening to my interview with Tulana. She's a character from the mind of Joy using the Genesis system by Fantasy Flight Games. Joy doesn't have any personal projects to promote, but she would like to give a shout out to Operation Gratitude. Every year, Operation Gratitude sends 300,000 plus individually addressed care packages to soldiers, sailors, airmen, Marines, and Coast Guards when deployed overseas, to their children left behind, and to first responders, new recruits, veterans, wounded heroes, and their caregivers. Each package contains snacks, hygiene products, entertainment, and handmade items, as well as personal letters of support. If this sounds like something you'd like to also support, go check them out. You can find the link to Operation Gratitude's homepage in the podcast description. If you enjoyed the character of Tulana and want to hear more from her, good news! She's one of the characters in season two of the podcast, The Other Place. I've been really enjoying it and I highly recommend checking it out for yourself. Thank you to Josiah Piles for the cover art and to Kylan Small for the intro and outro music of the podcast. Please check out the links in the podcast description for more of their content if you're enjoying the podcast please subscribe so you don't miss future episodes and if you'd like to connect with me or other like-minded adventurers join the fantasy talk show discord where i run a monthly game that i'd love to see you at you can join by clicking the link in the description also check out my facebook page at facebook.com fantasy talk show or my twitter page at twitter.com fantasy pod show talk to you soon hello and welcome to the other place the land of Fenrain has been on the brink of doom for years Necromancers and the dead are rising on the edges of society, threatening life and peace across the land. Deep in the shadows, others try to unearth secret knowledge and unspeakable power. In Season 2, we follow Roberto, Talana, and Techo as they journey from Gilder, fighting the dead on a mission to stop a powerful evil. So he's just lunging at the first one there. He pulls out the weapon, gets it in both hands, rushes at the first thing, and then kind of leap jumps, stabs it. That way
1: it can't get a chance to dodge out of the way.
0: And he goes, freeze frame! And... Like, ice crystals just form over the undead creature, and Takoa like, twists his trident in it, and it just shatters.
1: So I come charging in. I have this great axe, so I use both my hands, and I take it over my head, and I chop it down, screaming, die, thing!
0: Technically, it's already (laughs) undead.
1: And as it smashes into his blade, it's gonna bounce off and make sparks on the ground. Whoa!
0: He puffs up his big rabbit cheeks and blows through his teeth and he gets his loot and brings it down to the the chair right up to it and he starts playing and he starts going back into his mind he wants to go into the other side wants to go where his ancestors are The notes from the lute echo back, and Tekoa hears them taking on a different sort of resonance. Little crystals of ice and frost begin to form around Roberto's feet. When Roberto opens his eyes, the river stretches out on all sides. Wow, it never seems to not amaze me every time I come here. Join us for the newest season of The Other Place, wherever you get your podcasts.